First today, a $21 million golden parachute. Sounds good. Well, that's the potential payout Alan Joyce could reap after his expedited retirement as Qantas chief executive. But pressure is growing to claw all or some of the money back, with Qantas chairman Richard Goida declaring that the airline needs to show more humility to win back the trust of Australians. I'm joined now by our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Um, Peter, good afternoon. What are the chances of these massive bonuses to Alan Joyce actually being clawed back? Well, Sally, it's a live option and you'd imagine the board must be considering this because the pressure's growing. The Qantas board had already approved bonuses for Alan Joyce. He received 1.7 million shares on Friday worth $10 million uh, before he headed for the exit uh, or was pushed. Qantas chairman Richard Goida says there are clawback provisions in remuneration policies at Qantas. So this could mean that some of the $10 million awarded to Alan Joyce last Friday could be pulled back or could some of those incentives yet to be approved of around $4.6 million, could they be put on ice until the ACCC allegations into the fares with no flight scandal are resolved? Major shareholders are now asking questions about the reputational and potential financial damage at Qantas with a possible $250 million fine being levelled by the ACCC. Institutional Shareholder Services, or ISS as it's known, is formulating advice on how big firms should probably vote at the coming Qantas annual general meeting. Managing Director Vaz Kolejnikov told me Qantas Chairman Richard Goida needs to better explain his oversight of risk and reputation at Qantas, suggesting bonuses for Alan Joyce might need to be pulled back or frozen. We still need to hear in greater detail from Chairman Goiter and and the board really on the position of Qantas, certainly with the ACCC litigation and the various uh, backpedalings on the uh, flight credits. There has been quite a bit of reputational damage, so the board has to respond to that and really uh, answer to shareholders uh, what is going to happen with uh, Mr Joyce's bonuses and, and going forward, what happens. Should Alan Joyce have these shares awarded to him? At the least, the board, one would think, would have to signal that, you know, some of these uh, shares would have to be um, held until resolution because at the end of the day, Qantas is potentially looking at quite a substantial liability here. Is it clear to you that the board has done its job in managing risk and managing reputation given what we've seen unfold just in the last 24 hours? One might question whether the board has been proactive enough in communicating its support or otherwise. Um, it certainly seems like the board has supported uh, Mr Joyce over the years. However, the issues have been escalated. This is quite a concerning situation for the company. One would expect and shareholders must certainly expect accountability. These types of issues cannot be left to the new executive team to, to manage. There has to be accountability. Does this uh, cast a shadow over the board and the chairman, Richard Goyd? At the end of the day, directors and the chairman, they represent the shareholders. They are stewards for the owners of the company. So they have to be seen to be acting in shareholders' interests. One would think that the board needs to explain itself how it's taken appropriate action, how it has represented shareholders appropriately. And I think uh, there are serious questions to be asked. 
That's Vas Kalashnikov there, Australian Managing Director of Institutional Shareholder Services, speaking with Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, if we move away from Qantas and have a look at the broader economy, we've just seen this morning the latest official economic growth figures. What are they telling us? Is Australia heading towards a recession? Well, Sally, it's looking as though a recession could be avoided, so a soft economic landing despite the 12 rate rises we've had since May last year, though, it has to be said the full impact of those rate rises is yet to hit the economy. Economic growth in the second quarter of this year a bit better than expected, 0.4% seasonally adjusted, making 2.1% over the year to June, so better than expected. But there are some signs of weakness with the household savings ratio falling to 3.2% down from 3.6%. But the big one here, Sally, is per capita GDP still running negative at 0.3%. That means that while the broad economy might be continuing to grow, households are going backwards. And, of course, that's not a news flash for consumers who are feeling a lot of pain at the moment from the rising cost of living. Peter, thank you. That's our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, there.